Welcome to the Home Plain and Simple Podcast. I'm Kim Brenneman, and if you're looking for tips and tricks on how to manage life at home, you're in the right place. As a homeschooling mom of nine, I've compiled more than 30 years of knowledge into the book, Home Management Plain and Simple. And now I'm here to share those same tips, mom to mom, on the Home Plain and Simple Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy you're here today. If you're interested in diving in even further, we now offer a 13-module course, the Home Management Plain and Simple Blueprint. It's jam-packed with tools and resources for homemakers in any stage of life. Hi, I'm Kim Brenneman, and I'm here today to do another little episode about how to do life at home and how to manage your days so that they're more smoothly flowing and that you get more done and be more efficient and productive and maybe learn some skills, some tactics, some strategies that I've found helpful over the years and hopefully they'll be helpful to you too. Um, So I have nine children and a farm and I write, and I'm a nurse, and I'm also in school, and thankfully it's online, and we homeschool. Um, A lot of my life has been at home, and we've had um, other side hustles besides farming. Um, I've had a market garden, and we had a goat dairy and made cheese for a while, so we've um, had busy life, lives, lives, counting all the people in my house, and we um, have just learned through experience and hard lessons on how to make the days flow better and get all the things done that we want to get done and still have time to f- have fun and enjoy life. Our, um, our life might not look exactly like it does if we lived in a suburban neighborhood and we actually did that for a couple of years. Um, my husband's off-farm job took us to Idaho where we lived on um, an acreage in a rural area and we had horses and sheep and goats there too. Um, but then we were in the St. Louis area for a couple of years and living in suburbia so that was um, pretty interesting for us. It was a, um, a cultural shift. But we still had um, productive, efficient days because we'd established them so firmly rooted in that. And it was um, it was just interesting for us, homeschooling too, and just um, learning how to live that life. So I just wanted to... Um, let you know that I've done both and here I am again on my farm and we're trying to get back into that routine of how to plan better days and make life more efficient and flow better. I am going to talk today about sleep routines and I'm talking specifically to the mom's sleep routine, not the kids, not the babies. Those are Um, Huge issues that we can talk about another day for um, how to manage that and make those better. But this is just 
um, more high level you, how to take care of yourself because if you learn how to take care of yourself, then you're better able to cope with everybody else and what they have going on. We can try anyway. There's a goal to aim for. So the first thing I want you to think about is what time do you get up in the morning? What time is your ideal wake up time? They might be two different things. What time you are waking up and what time your ideal wake up time is. Personally, I always had better days if I woke up 30 minutes or an hour before my children did. And I know that's not completely realistic because there are certainly those exhausting nights where you or you're pregnant and it is hard to do that. But it is certainly something to aim for and try for. And so that's what I'm going to talk to today is being able to do that or at least try to be able to do that. Um, so on an ideal day, what time is it that you want to get up? Your ideal time. And second question, do you have a baby? And, or a toddler, and does your baby get up at the same time every day? Now I've had both. I've had, and sometimes it was the same baby, you know, how they, they go through um, seasons or months or just weeks where they're getting up the same exact time every day. And then they might go through this stretch where it's kind of random what time they're waking up. So if you have a baby that is getting up at the same exact time, then try to make your wake up time 30 minutes or an hour before the baby wakes up. And if your baby is random, then shh, don't even worry about the baby. What time of day do your little children wake up? And try to make your wake up time 30 minutes or an hour before that wake up time. Um, and what that does is it gives you time for peace and rest. You have time to prepare your own self. You know, maybe you're gonna go for a little walk. Maybe you're gonna do some stretching exercises. Maybe um, spend some time reading the Bible and in prayer. Maybe you're just want a quiet house where you can just have some personal time. Anyway, it makes a better day. Um, so how do you get there? How do you get to that place? Uh, well, let me think here. Let me see. What have I said and what have I not said on my notes? Okay, so, um, so let's say you want to wake up at 6 o'clock every morning. Let's say that's your goal. That is your personal, I want to be up at 6 o'clock every morning. It can, you know, I don't care what it really is. I'm just using that for the example. Now, how many hours of sleep do you need to feel healthy for you personally? I mean, they say eight to 10 hours is, you know, what people um, need for health. I think, you know, there's all kinds of numbers that people throw out. So think about back in my most healthy place, how many hours of sleep did I need? So for the sake of our example, we're gonna say you need eight hours. Is that what I said? Yes. All right, so you're gonna wake up at six, you need eight hours of sleep. Now let's say that you have a baby that keeps you up for an hour every night. Random times. Um, generally speaking, I mean, it might be uh, your baby 
wakes up and is 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. Maybe your baby wakes up at three o'clock in the morning and thinks it's playtime. Maybe it is just simply getting out of bed yourself to go check on the baby because baby was crying a little bit. Um, and that, you know, add it all up, whatever it is, generally speaking, not any hard and fast rule, you know, but generally speaking, let's say you lose one hour of sleep every night. So the next thing is to add that up, eight hours of sleep that you need plus the one hour that you're awake and that adds up to nine. So you want to wake up at six in the morning. So that means count back nine. That means your bedtime where you want to be sleeping is 9 p.m. Okay, that might not be realistic for your life, but this is a goal. This is something to shoot for. This is something to plan for. This is something to set up your evening so that uh, hopefully you are in bed sleeping at 9 p.m. most nights. The goal. Don't beat yourself up if you don't ever reach your goal. It is a goal and the goal is more sleep. All right, so now I want you to think about the go-to-bed routine. First, we're gonna cover the little children, if you have little children. Um, so first, you're gonna put the little children to bed, and how much time does that take for your little children? Um, we're talking the time where you say, okay, we're gonna get, get ready for bed, let's sit down and read a story all together, and then, um, People get dressed in their pajamas, they do their bathroom stuff, brush their teeth and uh, go potty. Maybe they need a bath, but summertime we take baths every night. And then, um, let's say you get everybody tucked in their bed and you've given all the hugs and kisses, everyone's gone to the potty, everyone has a drink, um, and that time took an hour, all right? So now you need to add that onto your evening routine, the things you do before you go to bed at 9 p.m. when you're gonna be sleeping. And now, think about your own personal routine, the, the things that you do when you stand up and you say, I'm getting ready for bed. Now, we all know that moms don't just say, I'm going to bed and go straight to bed and get in bed. No, 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 we know that's not realistic. First, you probably like do a little pickup in the living room, maybe you go to the kitchen, do a little pickup there, maybe you, that's when you set up your coffee pot for the next morning. Um, I suggest though that you do that at supper time when you're doing the cleanup at supper time. Set up your coffee pot then, if you remember to, but a lot of times we don't remember to, and then it becomes part of our go-to-bed routine. So you have now done a series of things before you even got to your bedroom and bathroom, and then you do your wind down thing there. Maybe you like to take a bath. Um, Maybe you like to lay in bed and read for 15, 20 minutes or you know a chapter of your book or whatever. So let's say that your bedtime routine takes 30 minutes, just for the sake of our example. So you add that on. So you have 30 minutes of your personal bedtime routine. You have an hour for your children's personal bedtime routine and you wanna be sleeping at nine o'clock. So that's an, adding an hour and a half. So now yours family, your house, is starting to do this bedtime routine with the little children at 7.30. So 7.30 is your children's one hour of read the story, get ready for bed routine, give everyone hugs and kisses, tuck them in, and then your 30-minute bedtime routine 
and then hopefully nine o'clock you're going to sleep knowing that your sleep is going to be interrupted you're going to lose an hour in there and then you're going to wake up at 6 a.m and you're going to be up for 30 minutes or an hour before your children start to wake up now remember this is a goal. This is something to aim for. It will never, ever, ever, ever go perfect. If it does, write it down and give yourself some gold stars and maybe buy yourself some new clothes or have some chocolate. Do something to celebrate that it all went absolutely perfect. But we're all human. We're all individuals. Our children are unique. Our babies are unique. And things are going to not be perfect. We live in an imperfect world, in case you didn't notice. <laughs> um, so, and don't get tied to the time periods. I made this up, this is an example. If you wanna wake up at five, um, my daughter and I were talking about, you know, right here a little bit ago, and I said, well, what time do you get up in the morning? What's your goal? And she said, 5.30. She doesn't even have children, 5.30. To get up at 5.30? I get up at 5.30. Okay. <laughs> um, we're all different. We are all different. Um, I know there's some moms that like to, you know, stay up late and sleep in. And that their whole family is just off a couple hours from what my family does. The way we operate. That's okay. I do think that the best sleep happens on the first part of your night so I always felt personally that the earlier I got to bed and went to sleep the better night sleep I got if um, if I got to bed later then I don't know if it's maybe the children sleep better in the first part of the night and that's why I slept better or what maybe they start stirring around and getting becoming awake more after two o'clock, three o'clock, I'm not sure. But I just always felt like I got the best sleep early on. So I made it a personal mission to try to get myself asleep as soon as possible. Which, that's why I developed all this, so that I could, I made a routine for everybody so that I could get to sleep early on in the night or in the evening and <clears throat> have a good night's sleep because that makes the next day better then I'm not grumpy then I'm not falling asleep when we're sitting on the couch doing read a lot of time you don't know how many times over the years that the kids are wake up mom wake up when I'm reading aloud oh just let me sleep and they run off and I'm snoozing on the couch for half an hour or whatever um if you have any questions about all this if I wasn't clear please send me a message, go to, um, um, I'm posting these on Instagram, um, well this is Instagram Live right now, I'm posting them on Facebook and we made a YouTube channel and I'm uploading them to that YouTube channel also and thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and if you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at Home Plain and Simple, 
and get encouragement and resources on our website at homeplainandsimple.com. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.